What's up, Colin? Episode 31. 31. Off and going. Because that's what I just said. Almost wasn't off and going. Nope. Showed up today and, I don't know, five minutes into setup. Set up and chill. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> not that kind of chill. Um, and a band started fucking jamming right next door to us. Yep. And then, so we decided to do try, it tomorrow night tomorrow. instead. And I was three quarters of the way home when you called me and said that they were actually done. Yep. So I turn around. This is honestly, this is the best time and best. And they confirmed it for me. He said, uh, hey, we're normally done by five. This is a late day for us. Uh, I said, perfect. Then we're going to keep doing this thing Sunday at five. Although me not getting all the way home did not change our beer situation. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, forgot my wallet. And so scrounged in this fridge but there's luckily these two two hearteds and a couple of white claws so ain't no laws <laughs> when you're drinking white claws all right we'll do this two-hearted i actually really like two-hearted no, it's, i'm it's a i'm a big fan legitimately if somebody asked me what does an ipa taste like i would say do you have you had two-hearted i think it is the perfect specimen of an ipa in yeah. my opinion i think no, it, no, they I, nail I agree. It. it's just right it's the right amount of bitterness right amount of hops cheers yeah, I cheers. think uh, – cheers. I think the cool thing about these is they're very easy to drink. They're not like super piney, but they got enough of the piney to be an IPA, so yeah. I'm into it. And uh, the downside of that being is that they're also easy to destroy. Yeah. And they're all, they're seven percenters, so it's easy to get hammered on too we, hard. We went to uh, Olentangy River um, Friday, left work a little early, <clears throat> went to Olentangy River. And they redid their sour again. I know you're not a big sour fan, but I think they finally, I think they finally got it. So the first sour was disgusting. It tasted like uh, beer with orange juice in it. Okay. The second sour had mango or passion fruit or something. Uh, a little better, um, but still not that great. And then we showed up, and they're like, "Oh, we redid it again." Because he knows every time I come in, he's like, "We're really trying to perfect this." My wife drinks mostly sours now. Um, and they, I guess, steep it in the, with the fruit for an extra day. It made like all the fucking difference. Huh. So awesome. Awesome sour. It was also, you did like a really like baby boomer thing when you posted, the, you posted a story, mm-hmm. but like the name of the brewery tag was like totally cut off by the top of the screen. Oh, not on mine. If you have a camera that, or a oh. camera and a screen that's larger. Oh, I apologize uh. for all the m- tiny little phones out there. I got an iPhone 10. I'm, lo- I'm looking at it. I mean, that's it's smaller tiny. than yours. That's not a plus, is it? No. There you go. But I mean, in my opinion. I post stories for people with plus. Ooh. Plus and above. For people of means. Plus and max. <laughs> yeah. So here, as I was all ready to make fun of you for doing some old guy shit, and then it was actually just the fact that my phone is lesser than. I don't think it's lesser than. I think it's, because uh, honestly, the, the screens on those, and even the cameras on those are fucking far superior it's wild to me though that instagram being owned by facebook and having the every bit of design and development at their fingertips can't quite figure out how to make make it responsive to screen size i bet they can and not allow you to put stuff where people won't be able to see it that's you know that's true there's a tag in all those that it's a like a device discovery tag that looks at what you're on and then like a dotted line like safe zone Mm, (laughs) it's like the bleed lines yeah Yeah. 
that's a designer. This is in why you. I get my. This is why I get paid. I got my. I broke my like uh, Photoshop chops out today. Nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, I that think, screen. Yeah. So I, I think I've said this a couple times. Uh, my kid is all about trying to make YouTube videos, and I'm all about trying to help him, whatever creative outlet. And again. I you know we've bitched about it and we've bitched about the YouTubers but at the same time I try to relate it back to when I was skating and things like that nobody fucking understood it but my mom still supported it even though I wanted to wear like oh, yeah. enormous pants and yada yada so I'm trying to remove myself from the what the fuck part of it and just be like dude I'm gonna help you whatever it is we're gonna do it the best you know that we can do it um, <clears throat> which basically means I'm his editor mm-hmm. did I say that on the last one. Mm, did, no. did I? Oh, he. Uh, this little part of the video where he goes, uh, "There's a lot of a lot of walking and dead or something in this. I'm gonna have to have my dad. I mean, my editor uh, cut this out. <laughs> and like, I fucking I edited both of those in. So it's so like my much. dad. Whew, I mean, my editor. Like he gets all close to the screen. But no, I broke my Photoshop chops out a little bit today. Um, it, it, honestly, it was it was a uh, it was a it was partial for him and partial because I wanted to learn something. So with the streaming and recording software that captures like the screen and the game and like all the shit, I use OBS, which is like a open source program that a lot of people use. Um, and I would see these streamers and things like that. And I'm like, how the fuck do they have these crazy elaborate designs where like the uh, video is inside this and there's like, you know, little buttons here and there's a fucking, the webcam's over here and there's like frames around it. And I was like, how the fuck do they do that? And I realize now it's identical to like stacking layers in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same way. So like you make a background, you put it in there and then you put the webcam on top of that and then you put a like PNG with a uh, negative background or whatever. Mm-hmm. You put it over top of it for the frame. So learned how to do that, made him a cool little frame. And I was like, fuck yeah. And then he also, he recorded his third video today. So. Nice. Dude, he's off. He's off and running. He's a creative, I believe is the name. We actually, it was funny because Miles posted a couple YouTube videos and uh, um, the kid that was in it, it showed his shirt or on his shirt. We talked about this last week. I got mm. that text during the podcast about how yeah. it was on his shirt. His school. His mom didn't want people to see where he goes to school, which is fair. And then I was gonna try the blurring out thing because I like watched a tutorial on how to do it and uh-huh. like, where it is in the editor and stuff like that. But then I looked and his videos were like thirty seconds long, and I was like, dude, this is not worth the time taking the time to figure this out and do all. So we just yeah. deleted them. But but uh, it's funny. It's just such. It's so weird. Like, uh. Our parents didn't have to deal with this. Our parents didn't Mm-mm. have other other. Our parents didn't have like their our friends' parents texting them saying, "Hey, can you delete this video of my son off of the internet?" Yeah, it'd be more like, uh, "Hey, I need you to burn that Polaroid of my kid jumping on your trampoline." Right. It'd have been shit like that. <laughs> that was the only thing I could come up with. <clears throat> so, what else have you been up to, Colin? When got any new gigs for beer money? Yeah, I've been doing some some stuff for you. Oh shit! I think it's funny that it's been uh, however many years that we've known each other, and I've known you were a designer or something for a long time. And I I did a t shirt clothing line before um, called Anchor Up, and I never once reached out and said, "Hey, I'd like some help with this website," or "I'd like some help with this." So I'm going to be starting a new venture. It's to be named, not yet. 
Um, but I'm going to have you do something for that. And finally, getting you to do that thing I talk shit about on a previous podcast, which is have you do something for the band. Yep. And there's actually been a pretty busy, busy beer money week. Got to do the logo for uh, the band Zone Zero, which I know you listen to it. Dude, I'm so about it. And I've I heard... I've heard uh, two more songs, and and uh, it is that dude Jordan. This, this he's a young guy, yeah, real young guy. He posted today a picture of the first show he ever went to, and it was in 2011. Yeah, dude, real young guy, and uh, but easily one of the best heavy songwriters in the city right now. The kid can just write a hook. He yeah. can write a song. I listened to two songs, so I listened to the one that was posted that day, which yeah. was fucking incredible. Uh, and made me want to listen to more. And I found one other track, I want to say, on like their band camp or something. I found a track there. Listen to it. Equally as good. Yeah, just, I, I'm just like, oh, shit, man. It's yeah. got me. It had me in my feels. And I saw Knox is uh, playing bass for them now. Yeah. Which it, sucks because I want to play bass for something. I want to play bass for something. That would have been ideal. Especially because I started on bass in a new metal seen, band. I've seen some classic pictures of you with a bass down to your fucking ankles. Fuck yeah. I was getting my fieldy on. Uh, yeah, so I got to do that. That was cool. Um, and it was, a uh, nailed it on the first try. You know, I, I always give three, three or so options, two to three logo options, and then usually go back to the drawing board or not go back to the drawing board, but go do some significant editing. Hmm. And he came back. He was like, number two, is it, can you just make it one word instead of having a space in between? And then it was done. That was pretty cool. I like those. I like those jobs. Yeah. Um, L- let me say you sent me the proof sheet for that. And I, I, Looked at the three immediately. I was like, dude, number two is the right choice. You know what the thing is? I even in my email when I sent it to him, uh, I was like, I'm personally in love with number three. Really? I even, with the I even, larger. Yeah, I even, I even pushed for that one. But I, I'm fine. I, I think there are, I, I don't turn around shit that I don't yeah. like, you know, so. Yeah, I was I was a fan of number two. Um, <clears throat> So other than that, I'm trying to think of what else happened. I think I've had a relatively uh, mild week. Um, I don't know if I've actually mentioned this before, but uh, I'm going through the adoption process to okay. ad- to adopt Hayden. Yeah, uh, um, you've mentioned it to me. I probably haven't mentioned it on the podcast before. So tidying up a lot of that stuff, getting all that stuff taken care of. I I took care of a bunch of it this week. Um, it's incredible how many things you got to do to complete that process. I mean, I totally think it's fair, but it's like, you know. BCI background check, FBI background check, local records check, DMV driving records, a statement What's of BCI. Fuck if I know, dude. It's <laughs> it's like some. It's not the FBI one. It's like a different one. Also had to do a thing with the uh, like job and family services where they have to like run some kind of check on me to make sure I'm not uh, registered as like a child abuser or any of that shit. Um, they, Crazy. There's just a lot of stuff. So I had to go and get like a physical. From a doctor who, uh, this dude couldn't have been more than like twenty eight. Super fucking weird. I've I've never seen a doctor that's in his twenties. Yeah, especially while I've been in my thirties. Like fucking felt super weird. Yeah. Um, but he just you know ran through it and getting all this shit taken care of, and uh, before we know it, it'll all be. You should get a free uh, TSA pre-check out of this. Oh shit! You know what yeah, I mean? They, yeah, they've they got done, it. They've done all the vetting. Well, uh, the place that you go to get your fingerprints, like the FBI stuff, is the same place you go to pick up your, like, get fingerprinted for your CCW. Huh. So, it, it, like, on the door, it said, 
concealed weapons and FBI fingerprinting or something like that. And well, I was that's like, the thing. If you go through all of that shit, jump through all these hoops to make sure that you're an upstanding American citizen. You should get like is, a package deal. That is able to adopt a child. You should have like – there should be something on your record that is like a stamp that's just like he gets his, he gets through TSA. Yeah. He gets to buy a gun. You know, like all the things that yeah. require background checks, like you have like a pass. At least for a period a fast of time. Pass. Fast pass. For like a, at least a year. Yeah. Like give me a year to knock some shit out. But I already have some of the shit. So I, I do need to get the, the pre-check. I don't have that. I, do, I need to get it too. And I guess once you have it, like your whole family, like people who are with you, like if you're like immediate family members. Really? Like they can go through too. Well, when Hayden was younger, we used to always uh, do the family boarding, so we always got to board at the front anyway. Yeah. So I'm just I'm thinking about I was actually thinking about this because I want to take the kids. Um, want to I want to go I want to take the kids to my brother in law's house in Tucson. I think mm. it'd be really really sweet for them to go to Arizona, and uh, and so. But then I was thinking like I was when I was traveling a couple weeks ago, I was just walking through TSA, and I'm just like imagining. It's stressful for me, you know, to take my shoes off and my belt off, my laptop out. And, you know, and it's all in a hurry. Everything is like as fast as fucking possible. I'm just imagining it's stressful with me. I just imagining me and my wife, three kids complaining with their own backpacks, with their own devices they got to take out. You know, like it's just. Yeah. So if I could get pre-check and then just be able to walk my family through, oh, that would be ideal. Uh, So we went to Florida with Hayden and. We planned a lot of that stuff ahead. Like we put all the devices in one bag. Yeah, that's, that's idea. And like shit like that. Like and you know, so th- there's ways around it, but it just uh, sounds terrible to me. Yeah, it's. I mean, no offense, Colin, but having three kids just doesn't sound like I don't. I'm not going anywhere with them. Like I'm taking two. One has to stay at home, or one stays in the glove compartment while I go in to food with the rest of them. Like there's weird shit like it that. is nice, though. You know. Uh, the boys being nine and 11 and responsible enough now, like I can like, if I got to run to the grocery store, I can just grab, take Beatrice with me and the boys are fine. Just sitting home playing video games, stuff like that. And yeah, you know, so it's nice. It's getting better. <laughs> yeah. I will say that we, uh, being that he's 10, we are starting to see the rewards <laughs> of, uh, having kids. Like you get to be like, Hey, um, just make yourself a peanut butter sandwich. Boom. Does it. Hey, um, I'm going to pull up the Chipotle. I don't want to get Eloise out. I need you to run in and get the thing off that rack. Boom. Got it. So like yeah. there's little there's little benefits like that. Totally. Oh, fucking the number one though, take the dogs out. Nice. Dude, he gets woke up every day. Hey, it's uh, time for the dogs to go out. That's his that's his job. Like that's his uh that's his chore, sort of uh, so to speak. He has like yeah. three. But that's his chore. That's his number one chore is uh take the dogs out, pick up the poop right after. And for that you get all kinds of cool shit. What's that like? Pick up the poop right after. What's that like? You guys don't do that? Well, because we just have a fenced yard, so we just let the dogs mm-hmm. out. You know? I had I had that in my old house. And there's like, you know, there's always, we have friends, every one of our friends has like a thousand dogs. So there's always a thousand dogs at my house. And like today, I was doing yard work and I was leaf blowing. And it was just like, and I was like, oh, another shit pile. Oh, another. Sh-. I mean, it, See, it, was, it was just that. That's what made me not do that anymore is back at the old house. We would just let the dog out. Dog would go come back up to the door. You'd see when it was at the door, let the dog in. It was super low maintenance. But then there'd be a day where I wanted to cut the grass. I'd have to go out and spend 20 minutes hunting for poop. And then 
it never failed. I missed some. And so I'd be, you know, moving the mower and all of a sudden, ah, shit, I'd have to go around it, stop the mower, go get a bag, clean that poop up. We got to the new house, had no fence. I said, fuck it. Like from now on, it's out with the dogs, poop in the trash thing. It was funny too, because I raked leaves. I didn't have any bags, but I raked them up today just into piles uh, so I can bag them tomorrow. And, uh, I raked a big pile in the front yard, like the whole front yard's worth in one pile, and then told Miles and B and Rowan that I was just like, hey, guys, there's a big pile of leaves out front if you guys want to jump around. You know, they were all about it, like immediately, like, Mm -hmm. boom, out the door. And then I was in the backyard, and the backyard's got even more leaves, and this pile's just gigantic. And and B comes out and she goes, oh, can we jump in this pile? And she like started running towards us like, that one is full of dog shit. (laughs) You should be like, hell yeah. (laughs) As long as they give themselves a bath. Oh, man. So fun. Um, <clears throat> so I picked up a bunch of new movies, and I was scrolling through the new movies um, on Plex, and I noticed also I, I saw Lion King. Picked up? Yeah, dude. I picked okay. up some okay. movies. Okay. <laughs> I picked up some movie files. How's that? Sure. Um, scrolling through on Plex, and I saw The Lion King, and then... I wanted to ask you this question before, but I forgot to write it down. This is I wasn't properly utilizing the Trello board. I can't wait to talk about this. If that's what I think it is. Okay. Um, how did Mufasa die? That's what I want to know. Did the fall kill him, or was it the stampede? This is not where I thought you were going to go. But... Well, we can talk about yours right after this. No, but no, no. I, I this I feel like this is a this is a question that has plagued generations. At actually, this point. Don't, I actually don't know what I thought you were going to ask, but I just couldn't <laughs> wait to talk about it. It was weird. Uh, I've never, I, this is a thing. How Dude, did Mufasa die? Or is yeah. this just a well, question that you have? Well, it started as a question I had and I had an argument a long time ago with somebody on this. And I was like, you're fucking crazy. Like I had my opinion and I'm kind of known. Like when I argue, I definitely argue in absolutes. Like I feel like I'm like, you're crazy. And I'll state something very absolute. Like there's no, mm-hmm. there's no, like, I think this, it's like, no, it's, it's this. So I was very adamant it happened one way. This person was very adamant it happened another way. Hmm. And when I saw the title, I was like, damn, I meant to ask Colin what he thought about that. It, <clears throat> have you seen the new one? I have it. So I've, you've seen I've it? Seen, I've seen part of it. Like, is the shot the same? Uh, I know, like, that's supposed to be pretty shot for shot. But, like, the shot where he's falling. Yeah. And the wildebeest are running underneath. Huh? So the question is, was he was the impact that killed him or was yeah. it the trampling? Yeah, I think that it would, for one, be kind of impossible to know because if you look in that shot, they are running very fast. So even if it was the impact, he would have been immediately trampled. That being said, I don't think that it would make sense. He's a cat, so he probably was able to turn himself around and land on his feet, and but then immediately be trampled by these things that are going super fast. That's my <laughs> i i love I love where you went with that. It's nearly identical to what, <laughs> what the person said to me and i said no I, i'm gonna contradict all of that so number one house cats have lower center of gravity i don't know if a big cat would be able to flip itself around number two if he was trampled why was he not trampled in the following scene the scene right after there was no trampledge oh that's a really well you don't know what his insides looked like you don't, but like the motherfucker would have a hoof print or something on him, fucking a gang of wildebeest hopping a, on you. Like it's I, a cartoon. Okay, <laughs> okay. 
So this is this is their king, though, right? But it's like why would the wildebeest not go around them? It's their fucking king. I I think I think the whole picture they paint of the wildebeest there is that these are dumb, mindless animals who don't know anything that's going on around that's them. True. They just that's start true. running. You're right. And uh, because why would they even run down that cliff? I mean, it looks too steep to run down. Any we are really really analyzing yeah, this no, shit. Uh, this is not the first time I've had this conversation. It's. It's also interesting if I'm just thinking about the physics and the speed in which they're moving underneath him. This is so stupid because I'm just basing this only on the shot in the movie, but they're running pretty fucking fast. So the like, and they were pretty dense. So the likelihood that he even made it to the ground before one hit him is slim to none. Yeah. Like I would think that he would have landed and maybe killed a wildebeest. Even if he was able to flip his body around, which I still think he can, because I don't think he has much. Has I don't think it has to do with the center of gravity. I believe it is actually like a musculoskeletal thing that cats can do. Like really? it's like a, something in their brain where they know how to twist their body just the right way to flip it over. I could be wrong. Someone will correct me. Um, but I think I've watched enough Cats 101 on YouTube to know this sort of thing. Um, cats going to cat. But uh, so I do think that he would have been able to flip himself over. Mm. I just don't. I, just, I don't think that matters. I think those things were moving too fast and they were too dense. I do think it was trampling and I do think it was an oversight to not show him trampled in the next scene. But then yeah, it couldn't, you couldn't it, get the ki- cute yeah. pulling on the ear and all that stuff. It like, is a kid's movie after all. And, uh, I mean, it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas's squeaky voice. So As, you wouldn't uh, want him to be like, Dad, your guts are hanging out because you got stomped on by a thousand wildebeest. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, we got we to gotta oh, set man, our kids that's up. That's really fascinating, though. That's such a weird argument. I'm going to have to ask Sierra that later tonight what she thinks. Yeah. That's really just weird. Just pass it on. Did he die because of the impact or because of the trampling? Wow. There are lots of movies that have uh, questions to be asked like that. I will say this. The, as we're analyzing the scene, because I'm going to keep, I'm going to, I, now I'm just thinking You're going to stew it. on it? No, because, you know, he's, he's falling down this cliff already. He's like going, yeah. realistically, he, like Scar even admits this, that he was on the shallow end of the gene pool. Like he literally says that. Mm-hmm. Scar's half Mufasa's size. And somehow Scar was able to hold him up and talk to him by just stabbing his claws into his hands. While he's hanging off a cliff and go do whatever the fuck he says, yeah. long live the king, you know, mm-hmm. and there's no way. Yeah, I, well, he's half his size. Yeah, there, there, are, the there are one. lots of movies that deserve this. We should probably bring this back. We should bring more movies back. Uh, I have another example right off the top of my head, though. Go home alone. Oh, yeah. I mean, why didn't he just call the cops? I have I I love that movie. I think it's an American classic. I watch yeah. it multiple times a year. I think it's great. There is so much wrong with that movie. Yeah, just so much. I mean, it's like, oh my god. For I, one, the parents should be in jail. You fucking flew to Europe before realizing your kid was gone. You were halfway across the Atlantic Ocean for real, dude. Straight to jail. Do not pass go. Like, like, like she's on the, the phone with authorities in Europe. The authorities would be like, wait, you left your child in America by himself at home and he's seven? No. Yeah. Two. Uh, like, like, even like when he fucking, 
Th- those guys would have been dead. Is, oh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, when he grabs the hot handle, yeah. like, I would be done. I wouldn't be able to do anything else. My hand is melted. Well, I also like that I feel like in the movie, <laughs> wasn't the handle, like, clear? Which means it was plastic, which means the fucking handle would have probably melted before it got hot enough to brand the other guy. And the fucking... Uh, but let's talk about, like, I saw a theory online one time that was like, oh, yeah, you think uh, Harry and Marv were the bad guys. It was actually Kevin. He was hunting those poor guys. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. He led them through a death trap? He could have called the cops at any time, oh, but he did it. He chose to put those dudes through torture. But, I mean, okay, uh, uh, when Marv uh, steps on the nail. The nail. I'm d- he's done. He's done. You're yeah. done. You're not going to. You don't come back from that. Or uh, let's, let's, the, the king of them all. Nobody would come back from getting hit. With a crowbar over your head in the sternum. Okay, how about the paint cans? I mean, that's brutal. If those things were even half full, you're yeah. thinking they're probably seven pounds. No teeth. And they come, oh, dude, fucking face smashed in. No Nose teeth. broke, everything. No teeth. But, dude, when he hits him, he swings that crowbar over his head and hits him in the sternum. Yeah, with the spider scene, right? Yes. Yeah. Also, Daniel Stern's scream in that scene is among the funniest I've ever heard in my life. He screams so real and so loud when he gets hit in the chest of the crowbar. He deserves an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, shit. Oh, man, that movie. I love it. But, yeah, it's just. I'm, I'm glad we I'm glad we agree with that. Also, the physics are totally wrong. Oh, yeah. When they're hanging on that rope and he cuts it, they would not have been able to swing into the house. No, they would have gone no. straight to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's- man. We, we'll, we'll have to do this. We'll have to, uh, the next Just time you're watching movies. movies. Yeah. And we're watching, and I'm watching a movie. Uh, um, someone's blowing you the fuck up. It's a group chat. Oh, I can oh, see, I can see the, uh, all the names in the text. It's actually a group chat with a bunch of my coworkers and boss. <laughs> like, I guarantee once we get off this, I guarantee it's conversations about alcohol. There is nothing else that we talk about in that particular group chat. Look, it's still going. I, uh, my number is in my email signature, like yeah. my cell number, because you know I'm a director, so like people need to get a hold of me. Mm. I didn't mean it like that. I'm just I, saying I like know. I need to have that there. And uh, I got added a couple weeks, uh, a couple months ago, to a group chat with clients that like it was part. It was like their design team, and so I'm on. The, so like, like giving me like so I'll send an email and then get like real time feedback as they're discussing it with each other mm. and i'm just do they like, know you're on there yeah they, oh, they, they okay. like it, no but it's just like it's just like it breaks a uh wall that i yeah. don't really want to cross like i don't want to be i've i've have had other clients text me and it's just something that still makes me feel uncomfortable where because to me texting is like still my sacred thing for like people i know mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like like my friends and family and stuff so and when you're trying to buy things off craigslist yeah yeah, I so it popped up in my uh, um, time hop the other day a screenshot of a text conversation that I had with it. I was trying to sell my I had a first generation Forerunner Toyota Forerunner and it was a piece of shit and I was trying to sell it for like five hundred bucks and this guy texted me like the most unintelligible garbage. Are you still sell Forerunner? You know, and, like yeah. all spelled wrong and all this stuff and. I was like, and in my thing was like, yeah, yeah. But his response was just so stupid. Like, yeah. texting through Craigslist is the funniest shit in the world. 
Yeah. Especially my, if you're selling cars. Oh, my God. My buddy, Andrew. That, uh, dude, his fucking, like, text conversations and email conversations, even before, like, he was really into texting. He's still fucking trying to buy shit off Craigslist. I, I don't understand. This guy's haggling ability is fucking second to none. Uh, he would get things for half of what people were asking. It, some people just have the gift. Yeah. I, it's... He's he's definitely got that gift. Uh, but other than that, like he would say the funniest, craziest shit on there, and he'd always like screenshot it or send me the yeah. email or something. Uh, good shit. So um, I went. Speak, oh, go, uh, ahead. go ahead. Is this about selling shit still? No. So okay. Keep going. Oh yeah. So you mentioned <coughs> um, you mentioned something came up in your time hop, and you sent me a screenshot of something else that came up in time hop. It was that fucking shitty mustache. Sorry. Hey, dude. Sorry. Get, get in the game, man. Get in the game. Sorry. Your shitty mustache. Yeah. That came up in Time Hop. Yeah. Is that the only time you did Movember? No. I uh, I did it two or three years in a row, and it was always that sad. Is that what is that? Is that like a was that a full month? No, that was eight days in. Oh, that was eight days. Starting yeah. from zero. Starting from zero, but I mean that was that's not bad for eight days. That was bad for eight days. No, that's not bad. Really? I I you could probably have that in. A day and a half. Bullshit. I've, maybe maybe I looked at the picture wrong. I'm going to have to give it another shot. You're going to break I, it out I, right I now? I got it right here. It's it, it, Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to book a show in January, and a, and a uh, one of the venues just got back to me, and I was reading it, and I shouldn't have. Nice. You're like, get your head back in the game. It's like, <laughs> you're right. I did totally just. We're recording a podcast here. Yeah. When you sent it to me. Look at the amount of space in between each one. Okay. No, that's. I, you know, maybe I'm tripping, but I think, uh, the only thing that's strange about that one is the amount of space between the bottom of your mustache and the lip. That is also super weird. That, there's a lot of space there. That, yep. And this is why God cursed me. You with- could have, like, you should have went with that, that pencil, that fucking, <laughs> that pencil line Jody High Roller, like. Oh my God. It, it, the Ali G. And I have a theory too. All right. For one, first of all, I just have to. I just have to say, this was six years ago, and I do not look that skinny anymore. Uh, and that was only six years ago. You got your uh, man body. But uh, <laughs> no, the space. So I. This is a little bit embarrassing, but like I have been, I, I'm addicted to chapstick. Okay. Okay. And now I use Burt's Bees, and I've used Burt's Bees for like ten years or more yeah. now. And it's more natural and it's and I don't use it as much, but like I like went and I saw a dermatologist in like fifth or sixth grade and and because I would have like, you know, like some people would get those like fucking clown yeah, lips because yeah. they would lick their lips so much and get so chapped. I was going through a tube of chapstick brand chapstick, which is that's the shit that's bad for you. It's got like bits of fiberglass and shit in it. It's like no made shit. to keep you to it's made to make your body used to it. And not it's your the way your body self regulates. Really, this is what a dermatologist told me. Man, that's some like conspiracy. And theory, she, theory I shit. was going through a tube of chapstick in two and a half days. And uh, I don't think I've ever finished a tube of chapstick. And uh, I lose them before I finish them. And um, that's 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 why like in Napoleon Dynamite, the whole chapstick. Have you seen my chapstick? And something yeah. like that is so funny to me because like no, I'm like was that dork. And uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so I like since fifth grade. So since like I was 10 years old, so two thirds of my life, basically more than two thirds of my life, I have been, I always have 
chapstick in my pocket always it's like keys phone wallet chapstick obviously tonight chapstick was more important than wallet yeah and uh but i do th- I, I honestly think that's why the hair doesn't grow that close to my lip because i think that like i've just like my body has just shut down those all production just because it was always chapstick all around there so weird man that's fucking crazy that's a that's a it's a wild theory because it doesn't i mean it gets closer underneath uh-huh but you could grow out that what's the dude from disturbed oh that little uh, yeah you could grow out one of them things that little center thing right under your lip yeah sierra's dad calls it calls it soul patch his taint brush oh <laughs> that's way cooler than soul patch i just thought they were called soul patch so I went to a show yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was uh, death metal. It was the show of the year, uh, in my opinion. Uh, it was Exhumed, which are legends of gore uh, death metal, and then uh, Gate Creeper, who, in my opinion, are the top dogs of riffy old school death metal right now, and uh, Necrot, which are uh, another kind of just ripping caveman death metal. And then Judiciary, which is like metallic hardcore, like sound like the, you know, sound like Anthrax, old Metallica, shit like that. Hard as nails. It was so sweet. Anyway, Riff City show was so sick. Four bands started at 530, walked out at 905. It was amazing. I watched the whole show. I didn't leave early. Hung out, saw a bunch of people I hadn't uh, seen in a while, drank a lot of beers, and, uh, then I had the whole night afterwards. Yeah, that's crazy. It was crazy. Nine o'clock. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I think the problem for me is I don't think I'd be able to get there by five. Yeah. Like, it, I'm fucking bad about that. It was a lot of people missed the first half of Judiciary set or yeah. missed their whole set. But, uh, um, oh, it was, it, it, it really only works, uh, after daylight saving times ends because I've been to, especially at Ace of Cups where the show was, I've been to a, a, a matinee show there when the sun is out. And it was seeing Chelsea Wolf, who's like super dark and gothy, mm. and the windows at Ace of Cups above the bar, like it was sunlight was like straight in as like a spotlight on the stage, and it looked silly. So, but you know, it was by the time the show started, it was basically dark. You know, it was five thirty, yeah. and uh, so it was awesome. I, I I still can't like I was it honestly the bad part of it was it gave me time to like go home and like get extra hammered. So like, I'm like, I woke up this morning, like with a super bad headache and yeah. bad neck ache because I banged my goddamn head off. Uh, but you said that, uh, your hangover career used to be, um, going out and mowing the lawn. Yeah. What is it now? You're not mowing the lawn. I, you know, I did do yard work today though. It, I, it, it wasn't sweating so much, yeah. but my arms feel like jello now from all the raking. You might fuck around and get a muscle. Better watch out. Wow. You better watch out, dude. Wow. <laughs> it's uh you said you start the gym and then quit the gym all the time. There it is. Yep. You might accidentally get a muscle. But yeah, every show should be like that. So Yeah, I'd be super three to four bands over by nine. It was nice. That is my problem. Like when I go out, I don't want to be out fucking one in the morning. I don't want to do that. I, I will if it's like a just a bar setting, right? But I don't want to be at a show. See, I, I six seven bands. I don't like. Yeah, I don't hate being at shows late, but like it was nice. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it's also four bands. Like what happened was when shows became like there was less of a draw, and promoters didn't have the incentive to keep it to four band shows. 
they started putting filler bands on there of like local openers and shit like that. So like the show would start seven o'clock and the last band would be going on like midnight. Yeah. I fucking hated that. Oh, uh, we also have a, a, uh, I'm sure every city has this. I'm sure it's not just Columbus, but like we have a, a lot of venues that run on punk time where yeah. like, so there's doors at nine show at 10, you know, that means that doors are at eight and the show starts at 1130. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. so, um, made any expensive purchases lately? Do you do that? Uh, lately? No, we've been, this has been a tight money time for us. So I have not made the, so every expensive purchase I've made lately was like a radiator for my Jeep yeah. and a I mean, motherboard are, for my those fridge. Those are expensive. Well, that's that maybe not as much. Yeah. No. Radiators are pretty the, expensive. Radi- no, the motherboard was twice as much as the radiator was. Really? Yeah. The radiator was a hundred bucks. The, the, the motherboard was 200 bucks. I bought that camera. Yeah. It's um, nice. The picture's really nice. It's nice. Uh, I'm still recording on my phone because I've learned my lesson from previous uh, previous episodes where I get a camera and set it up all gung-ho and it's like shit. I even did – I didn't even like uh, – I bought a GoPro Hero 7 Black, which is like a really good fucking camera. I mean I see the quality of what people are getting out of them and they're amazing. I think I just had mine set up like shit. Mm-hmm. But when I set that one up too, I always set up my phone as well. Just to be sure, ever since that one fucking episode, yeah. Um, are there any expensive purchases you remember making that were just totally fucking worth it? And you're like, you know what? Even in hindsight, I would make that purchase again. Hmm. There's got to be something. I'll go. I'll go. go for one real quick, just go. while you're thinking. Mine is that fucking Kemper. I mean, I think that, I think that is. Here's the thing. So. Every week I come in here to band practice, my guitarist, uh, my other guitarist, walks in, you know, unzip or unfucking takes his pedal board out of the carrying case, sets it down, starts setting up, hooking up chords, and then for the next 10 minutes he's tweaking knobs on pedals and just doing things to get his sound back where it is, and then we start to play a song, and he's either too low or he's too loud. I fucking, dude, I walk in, I flip on a switch, I plug in my guitar, I flip on the other switch, and everything is a thousand percent where it's at. If it's not, it's all right. I'll just go off that bank and back to the bank, and boom, all my preset settings are back to where they fucking are. I know where all the actual numbers need to be for volumes. I, the, the ease of setup, I would buy that thing 10 more times. Uh, you know, when it comes to that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And like I said last week, I kind of want one. Um, I will say an, the a more expensive and I mean, it wasn't that expensive. It was like $400, but, uh, a more expensive purchase I made recently that I feel like was worth every penny was that seven string. Mm. And it's not because of the guitar. Like I'll be honest with you. Like I was talking to my friend the other night. I'm not in love with the guitar. I think it's, I think it's Is it a legator. Yeah. I was like, it sounds pretty good. It looks cool, uh, and stuff like that. But it, I, I guess I haven't like fallen in love with it. But what it did do was confirm what I thought would happen was the seven string sound is what I was looking for in my head. You know, that I wanted to like, like riffs, I wanted them to sound a certain way. And it, 
it, it like clicked. I was like, that's it. So now, now I want to like, you know, buy like a really nice Ivan as seven string or something mm. like that, you know, like find like, you know, cause they're the gods of the multiple string yeah, and or mul- uh, more than six string. And, uh, so, uh, yeah. So th- it, what it did was I'm glad I didn't pay more than four or 500 bucks for it, but like it did like click in, in my mind, like this is it, this is, you need to have this. So, uh, just to add on to what you're saying, I would expand to my guitars as well. Switching to Ibanez guitar was fucking the hands down. Like that was part of the sound I was looking for. And specifically, it's the bare knuckle pickups. Mm. I, I've been playing my black guitar, which is, it's the same Ibanez iron label. They're both iron label guitars. One's black, one's wood. Excuse me. The only difference between them is that the wood one um, has the bare knuckle pickups in it. When I switched from that guitar and I started playing my black one because I broke a string on that wood one. So I just quickly switched out. I just could not get the sound I was looking for. Hmm. I switched the strings on that one and plugged it back in immediately back to exactly what I was wanting to hear. I would fucking, I would write a review. I don't write reviews. I would write a review on that pickup. Hmm. I can't even think of which, uh, it's not the nail bomb. It's the, uh, oh God, I can't even think of which iron label or I mean, uh, which, uh, bare knuckle pickup it is, but so bare knuckles, the brand fuck. Yeah. Sweet. Dude, hands down, the absolute best pickups I have ever played. They are tonally perfect. I would not ever change from those. I actually want to put the same pickups in the black guitar. Hmm. So that's my that's my next music venture. What's in the black one? Um, I want to say Demarzio like created a special pickup uh, that literally only comes in the Iron Label guitars. Yeah. Uh, that's what's in there. So like, it's like they say, like with Fender guitars, like Duncan designed, where it's like for this guitar. It is specifically. It's, like it's a, okay. Um, I I don't hate it by itself, but I definitely hate it compared to the other one. The Demarzios that are in my seven string, they're like Jim Petrucci's mm-hmm. signature stuff. So it's super crisp and super clear. I could deal with something that's a little bit harsher, but yeah. Dude, I'm. You gotta get the. You gotta just try the bare knuckle pickups. You gotta try them or the Fishman Fluence. Like that's the only other one besides the bare knuckle. I would, I would vouch for. Um, you want to get deep? Okay. I have a. I have a deep question that I put on. Do you do you look at the Trello board? Like I know you every once in a while you do, but sometimes like I'll put a question on there and I'm like, damn, what if he sees this? I'm just kind of counting on you to like half ass use it. Okay, so if that's what your expectation of 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 it is, yes, I have <laughs> asked to use it. All right, because sometimes I'll put a question on there, and I'm like, "Damn, what if he looks at this question? Like, maybe I should bury it behind one." So you're saying one you don't in. want me to 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 think about it beforehand? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna grab one of these white claws. All right, ain't no laws on the white claws. You can ask the question though. Yeah, I'm still gonna ask the question. It is, <clears throat> excuse me, which thought? is scarier to you is it definitive proof that humans are the most advanced species or definitive proof that we are far from being the most advanced which one is scarier yeah like the fact that this is fucking it we are the most advanced species in the world that's the one that's way scarier to me yeah yeah (laughs) because expand on it because uh I don't know. It just feels like we're fucking up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like if it, like 
yeah, we have the, you know, some great minds in this world. Yeah. But like, if this is the, if this is the best the universe has got is us. And, you know, like, you know, looking at America as a microcosm of that, I know it's not, but mm. like across the world, it's like, if the best we got is like the two main superpowers in the world, one is, is, is very free, but also very divided and very, that's, that's us, mm-hmm. very free, but also very divided and full of hate and full of, uh, mis, uh, misinformation and miscommunication. And then the other big superpower is like a really oppressive regime. It's China. If that's the best we got, then like, I don't know. That scares the shit out of me. Is it scary to think that there's other uh, more intelligent things out there? Also scary because like if we get discovered by them, are we going to be enslaved? And, well, that's, you know, but. And I think that's where my mind goes with it, right? Because like. <clears throat> what if we're all just uh, down here? Like, what if we're just a fucking petri dish, and like we're getting to where they want us to be before they're like, okay, they're ready. I'm gonna go down there and fucking mm-hmm. you know eat them. Like, whatever, whatever the fuck they're gonna do. It's a weird because that. And so my gut reaction is no. I, I, I. It's scarier to me that that I feel like our race is kind of stupid. Um, but, but at the same time we advance so now, yeah, quickly. don't get me wrong, but a lot of that advance, a lot of that advancing so quickly is on the backs of computers that are thinking better than us. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that argument only goes so far. Uh, but no, it does. You know, when I think when you started talking, I also was thinking like the end of men in black, that is the motherfucking thing that started this conversation. And yeah, so like the end of men in black, when it like. Uh, you know, there's a galaxy inside that little cat thing. Orion's belt. Yeah. And then, uh, then it zooms out and our galaxy is also just inside a of marble. Like a marble that's yeah. being played with by some big, uh, extraterrestrial hand that's yeah. rolling into other universes and balls like that gives me an existential nightmare it, it does me too and that's so funny that you brought up that exact part because that is literally the part that got me thinking about this. Like we always, we always think uh, that we are the center of the we universe. are the center of the universe, right? But like, we don't fucking know. I mean, like, think about just what an ant is feeling. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, honey, I shrunk the kids, man. Just watch that movie. Yeah, also existential nightmare. Um, no, you know, and this is an interesting conversation to have from somebody who grew up in the church because, you know, the Bible. You know, it really, it doesn't come out and say it, but it makes, it drives the point home that we are the center of the universe, Mm. that, that, you know, we were created at God's pleasure, uh, that, you know, we exist because God decided to make some, make life exist. So having this conversation was really hard growing up because, you know, somebody who was into science and stuff like that, it's, you know, even at a young age when I still was like very firm in my religious belief is really easy to poke holes in the biblical view of cosmology and, and, uh, things like that. So like, uh, even as a kid, it was like, there's like, we're, you're always wondering like, how do you square aliens with the Bible? You know, how do you square extraterrestrial life that might be like bigger than us? And the Christian response is always like, well, the you know, 
Jesus is big enough for our sin. He's big enough for everybody, you know. So, so what you're still saying though is that we are the we're the center that our human uh, creator, uh, our our human manifestation of a creator God is the center of the universe. You know, it's just uh, it opens up a whole bunch of weird shit. Yeah, uh, that is pretty easy to poke holes in. But I'm very I'm very intrigued by this whole concept of. Not it's not like an extraterrestrial life search, more intelligent life, but like uh, the have you heard of the Fermi paradox, which no. is it, you should look up a YouTube video or something about it because it's it's pretty fascinating. But it's this idea is like if there is more intelligent life, like why haven't we found it yet? Yeah, okay, and um, so or why hasn't it found us? Mm. So there's like different theories, like so that's the paradox is like if we know so much, uh, how do we have how like if we know so much about the universe, how have we not found this shit yet, or how yeah. has it not found us? And so there's like different, um, uh, different potential hypotheses for that to be true or to 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 figure that out. One is that uh, we are the only ones that we are the smartest, and that's it. It starts and ends with us. Mm-hmm. There's also the um, there's, you know, uh, every civilization, civilization has a barrier that they can't cross that uh, an intelligence barrier that they get wiped out before that happens. And, and either we've, we've crossed that barrier or we haven't hit it yet. You know, so there's that, there's that whole thing. Then there's so, the other thing, like what if aliens already did discover us and realize we, that they wanted nothing to do with us. Yeah. And that happened ancient aliens like in the past you know what i mean they left a bunch of shit here for us to figure out so there's all these different ways of looking at it but it always comes to this whole thing of like why hasn't it happened yet it's very yeah. fascinating uh, and there's a now, very now poor that you, description uh, of it but now that you described that i actually have heard of that um i just didn't know it by the, yeah, the yeah. name um yeah that's fucking crazy uh so it, i'm i'm reminded for for whatever reason this is I don't want to say it's unrelated, but it's fairly unrelated because when you sometimes when you talk and you get deep on it, my fucking brain goes to like random places. One, I thought about a meme. <laughs> like one, I was I like while you were talking, I was thinking about a meme and it was uh, it's the meme that says like technically Moses was the first person to download data from the clouds to a tablet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like a picture of Moses holding the fucking commandments. Uh, for whatever reason, my brain went there. Um, and then the other one is it, it is just a add on. I feel like every day, or I, I'm using that loosely, but like every day they discover like a new galaxy or like a new black hole or something happened. Like I feel like every day that shit happens. Oh, every, yeah. every time I turn around, progress is exceptionally uh exponential yeah and if if there is i don't even say if there is i i believe there's something out there right when we finally get the ability to it strikes the question of did they already know about us yeah and we're like fuck those weird warhead having motherfuckers now this like peaceful civilization's like oh great they yeah. found out about us yeah. god damn it the fucking cool kids at the back of the bus like somebody <laughs> wanders back there hey guys what are you doing have you seen the movie arrival uh no 
you should see that movie. It's really good. Sounds so, like some alien shit. It is. Uh, basically, all of these aliens show up, and these ships come at different points of the world, kind of like an events day. Okay. You know, but uh, it, the movie is is actually it's not like an action movie. It's a really slow paced movie, but it's about um, Amy Adams is the main character, and she's a scientist, and she's a linguist. And it's us trying to figure out the language barrier between an alien race and ours. Okay. And it is. And I, 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 every time you, you say something by a name and I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck that is. And then you start describing it. And I'm like, wait a minute. I think I have. It was one of those movies that like that. ended and I like felt fucked up about it the next day. Yeah. Like it, the, like it's very fascinating because part of the language that this alien race has is involves, uh, involves like telekinesis so like they're getting in her head and like this it's it's the whole thing is just super wild and uh yeah you should see that movie because it is it kind of deals with a lot of this subject matter all right that's i will uh i will it's acquire a heavy, it's a heavy movie it's a slow movie but it's good i will acquire the movie file on behalf of you i won't tell interpol yeah so riding around my front uh my front God, I said my front, but I actually mean my neighborhood. I was riding around my neighborhood, went out front. I'm looking at my yard, <laughs> and I realized, like, this is how I know I'm getting old. Because, like, you used to drive around, and you'd look at shit like, oh, cool car. Like, oh, girls, whatever. Now I ride around, I'm like, damn, look at their landscaping. Do you I, do this I, shit? I, I, here's the thing. I, I'm not, like, a landscape god mm-hmm. by any means. Uh, we've talked about this. I'm not, I don't like do edging and stuff like that. I should, I don't. You definitely should. Uh, that being said, today I was walking B down to her friend's house and uh, this guy, literally everybody on my block was doing their leaves today. It was really funny. That's why I went out because I heard it happening and it's, I was like, it's, it was fairly nice out today. It was nice. It had been raining. So like earlier in the week, so like it's nicer now. So the leaves are dry and I get it. And, uh, but anyway, this guy's working on his lawn and I, it was, there was like 30 bags and it was astounding. Like there was not a speck of leaf in his lawn and he was just like finishing up and he had like these little hand tools. He was using to scoop leaves and all this stuff. And I just like, was like very impressive job, my friend, like an asshole. Yeah. And he's like, and then he's like, takes his ear, but out. He's like, what? You're like, that looks good. I was like, I was like, dude, really good job. So this is a, this it is an example old, of yes. uh example of working harder not smarter. Uh I would just like you can buy like a leaf like sucker. Like you walk around just like suck them up into your backpack. Yeah, my my leaf blower has that. Yeah. Um So were you using that or were you raking them? Uh I blew them close to a pile and then I raked it because mostly because I wanted my kids to be able to jump in it because I didn't have any bags. Uh the problem is with my uh, thing, with my leaf blower sucker thing, vacuum, is that um, I let my friend borrow it, and one of his cats uh, peed on the canvas bag that holds the clippings. Okay. And he told me he was going to buy me a new one, and that hasn't happened. That was last year. But uh, Yeah, but here's the thing. Canvas bag, how, how many leaves could that thing possibly hold? No, it sucks. So... Why don't you just fabricate some other thing? A tube? That, yeah, a tube into a larger, like, leaf Receptacle. reservoir. Yeah. Good idea. Let's do it. Where's Ben? We need Ben back here. This is, like, this is a perfect job for Ben. 
It's just that corrugated plastic pipe and some some uh, duct tape. Yeah, flex pipe. I will say that the chopper upper thing gets clogged pretty easy if it's especially if it's a little bit wet. So you, it's like you, you have to find the ideal leaves to use it. Mine's also a low end Toro, you know, yeah, eighty bucks or something like that. I don't know how much it was. Mm. So, all right. Um, oh, you know what? I thought you of, also live in a new development, so you don't have a ton of like huge leaf bearing trees in the at the old house. We did, and I think that's we, not- well, I had a fucking enormous tree in the front, and on two separate occasions, a large limb had fallen off of it, and I had to buy. I had an excuse to buy a chainsaw. Finally, there you go. Bought a chainsaw, chainsawed that fucking thing up, and put the chainsaw away. And I, uh, what do you know? Fell off again. Another piece. I honestly think that's another reason why everybody was out doing their leaves today was that. I feel like last week there was still a lot of trees. Everybody was like waiting to dump. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, just waiting for it to go. And yeah. like all the trees this week with the rain and stuff, like all the trees went. Yeah. So everybody was out there working on their yards. So I thought of the I I thought of the other thing I was thinking about when we were talking about you know, aliens and religion and shit. Um this this isn't related to that topic in any way, but I'm reminded. Of, did you go to a Catholic school at all? Middle school? Anything? I went to a or not Baptist. Catholic. Excuse me. Did you go to a religious? Yes, I school? did. I went to a Baptist one. Uh, did you have religion class as part of your curriculum? Yes. Okay. We did too. We had a priest that would come in every Tuesday, um, and we'd do religion class on Tuesday and like Thursday or something. We'd do like uh, church instead of religion. A re- yeah. religion class. Um, we called it chapel in my school, but it wasn't instead of class. It was a all school thing. Okay. Um, well, I think I told you my middle school, the teachers rotated classes and we stayed in our desks and oh, the weird. teachers would change. So it was really weird, but yeah. like everybody went to church on Thursday. Um, so he's in there on Tuesday doing his thing and somebody goes, I'm not going to say his name. He has a boner. This and our fucking priest was like, up there with a raging heart on like oh it was the priest yes he raging hard on like teaching and like messing with the whiteboard or the uh, chalkboard and all that shit and he's like you know turning and swinging the dang like clearing the desk yeah <laughs> <laughs> knocking everybody's pencil boxes down gross yeah dude and Ugh. uh i told i told my mom that like i don't know we i don't for some reason this particular priest came up oh Man, I know why this priest came up. Did you see, like, fuck, how long ago was it? It, it was months to years ago. I, I have no concept of time. Uh, when a whole bunch of uh, priests in Columbus got named. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of the ones that got named. Oh, yeah. no. That's where it came oh. up. It, yeah, he was one of the ones that got named. And uh, I was like, oh, mom, let me tell you this fucking story. And I, I told her the boner story. Uh, and she's like... I don't know. She she kind of like dismissed it, but some of the other people I told that story to goes, "Yeah, I always knew he was weird." And it makes me think like, why the fuck didn't y'all say anything? Like, yeah. why why is it that when something happens, there's always some dickhead that goes, "Oh man, I always knew that person was weird," or "I always knew that like before school shootings and shit." Like, "Oh, I always knew that person was weird." Like, there's always those people that do that. I'm like, so why didn't you raise red flags? Yeah, the what the fuck, man? Yeah, I agree. Bullshit. Um. Let's see. We are right at an hour. We're doing great. 
this whole keeping it to hour, hour and 15 minutes thing has been going well yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, I started this uh, new section. I only put one thing in there, but I'm going to ask this one just to kick off this new section. Good good thing I didn't look at it. That's, well, yeah, that, that's the excuse. That is the exact reason why you chose to not go in the Trello board. I know it, Colin. Yep. Um, no. So it's just about quotes and looking at the quote and deciding, does that quote have any merit and what can be expanded on, right? So the first one I chose was, what doesn't kill you, make you makes you stronger, right? You hear that quote. Everybody fucking knows that quote. Is it true at all? And if it's not true, then what does make us stronger? I don't think it's true. I think it is true in the the uh, it's true in concept. You know, it's it's the the idea. We all understand what that means. You know what I mean? It's it's there's a type of truth that is um the that is it's just true. We know it as truth. So the, I'm making zero sense. But you if you well, say ex- expand on it. So what, somebody, what do you mean by it's true? If you if you say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, the sentiment there is you've got this the truth is you're resilient, you know, you get you, you know, well, you, you trip this time, but you know, get back up and keep going, you know, dust yourself off and try again. (laughs) Aaliyah. Aaliyah said, yeah, rest in peace to an angel. Um, but, uh, I, so the, the truth behind it is true. The, the truth being the sentiment, the facts are not because, uh, I get into a car accident and it makes me a quadriplegic. It didn't kill me. Well, that's that was kind of like my... It didn't make me stronger, though. My thought process on it as well was like, okay, what about like people of domestic abuse? Yeah. Like they just consistently get beat. Like it all, it, it's okay. They're leveling up on those hoes and they're going to like, they're going to turn the tables once they reach fucking full power. Yeah. Uh, uh, see, that's, you know, my mom was abused and it made her stronger. Well, mentally, right? But see, but see, then then it's like, does, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But but did it right, or did it create an expectation? Like, I think the reason people can't do a lot of things is because they fear the unknown. That's they 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 go like, oh no, I could never do that. And it's like, really? Could you never do that? Or maybe you just haven't tried. And you can you can relate it to something as simple as like a fucking crossword puzzle, right? Like if I, if it takes me a day to do this crossword puzzle and then I erase the answers, I'm going to knock that crossword puzzle out in 10 minutes the next time, right? Like, cool. It's because I have an expectation. I have knowledge Mm -hmm. of something. So I don't know that it makes us stronger as much as it clears the uncertainty and makes you a little more headstrong going into whatever task it is. Sure. Yeah. I think that, and I think that the fundamentally, fundamentally is, is, um, is is really the uh, is if you yes if you're looking at it as a literal phrase it is not true at all yeah but but here's the thing so now think about it from the perspective of if i am scared to walk down this street because i'm always afraid to get in a fight and then i get in a fight and i whoop dude's ass i'm not afraid to walk down that street anymore but before that happened and after that happened i'm probably going to react the same way if somebody pulls a gun on me 
yeah. it didn't make me any stronger or any closer to overcoming you know level two challenge right but level one challenge i have an expectation i'm less f- afraid of it so i don't think it made me stronger because it did nothing to get me towards the next right. goal right and but i will say that it also i feel like that is the phrase itself the the is the phrase isn't used in that way you know like i'm afraid to walk through this neighborhood uh you wouldn't say well just try it anyway what doesn't kill you makes you stronger that's true it, you know the phrase is not the phrase is to is meant to be a chin up yeah. you just it, it, it's 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 meant to make someone feel better after the fact right. of something that went poor so it is interesting though because like how many of our phrases like taken literally are just not true but you know, I, I not to bring it back to the Bible is so weird, but uh, this theologian that I'm a big fan of, and he was actually a big part of, you know, what has. Um, I read the Bible much differently because of stuff that he said, but his whole he's got a whole book about this that I read that was like really significant to me, which was called uh, reading the Bible again for the first time, uh, taking the Bible seriously, but not literally. And, uh, and his whole, his name is Marcus Borg. He's dead. Uh, rest in peace to another angel. Um, but, um, his whole thing is tr- uh, something does not need to be literally true to be true, mm-hmm. to have truth. So like, did Jesus literally rise from the dead? Probably not. That does not mean that the, the concept of resurrection and death and rebirth and showing grace and love through that death and rebirth is not a true thing. You know mm. what I mean? So it's very, it's like, I, the, I, I don't think you were wanting to go to this place with that question, no, no, it's okay. but that I, this is the way I like, like that type of thinking really guides my thought process on this. It's like, yes, no, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger is not a true statement. <laughs> like I said, my car accident, quadriplegic, right? Like that, that, that's the, you know, you could, you but could, you also have to define stronger. Like, it it takes a different type of strength to go on living as a quadriplegic. Sure, it takes a di- so maybe it, mentally it does You're, make you, you might stronger. be right. You might be right. You're right, actually. But the I guess the bigger point is, uh, do I think that is a true phrase? No. Do I think that there's a lot of truth in it? Yes. So it's a it's a. Do I think it's a literally true phrase? No, not at all. Yeah, I think there's a lot of shit like that, but it, it's crazy how many. Uh, how this many- tastes like feet. <laughs> Well, that is the uh, that's that's the feet flavored truly Smirnoff spiked sparkling seltzer raspberry rosé, mm. premium malt beverage and natural flavors and certified colors. What does that even mean? Is it got the Pantone oh. colors on the back, <laughs> or is it like is it like hex value? Is it like you know not uh, yellow five because that reduces sperm count or whatever they told us when we were kids and drank oh, too much yeah, Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. Yeah, I remember anyway, I that. totally derailed that conversation. I'm sorry. Dude, it's fine. The, uh, I think we got through the gist of what I was trying to get through, the, which the, was what are your thoughts on uh, literal interpretation? <laughs> you were trying. You were trying to bait me into going super fi- philosophical, and no, I did. No, you did. You did fine, Colin. You did fine. You got to stop beating yourself up. You know what? Don't uh, doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Oh, yeah. See. Turn it around. What are some other phrases that are like not literally true? Um, Well, Candiria had a record called What Doesn't Kill You, dot, dot, dot. And the cover of the record was their van that they flipped and rolled mm. a bunch of times that was like nobody should have lived through that. And they made that the cover of their record and it was called What Doesn't Kill You, dot, dot, dot. 
Also, that record sounds like P.O.D. It's tight. It is, actually. That's There's tight. some really good fucking songs on that record. Was that, that was a later record? Yeah, it was probably 2005, 2008. Uh, old friend of mine was a big Kendiri fan. Um, I was never so, a really big fan, but that record I wasn't I either. Really liked. But I, I appreciated it from a musician's, uh, musicianship standpoint, especially drumming. Mm-hmm. Like, really nice drums. Um, no, I don't. I don't have a lot of other. There are tons of other quotes like that. I only wrote down that one in a haste. I was just like quickly, oh, I got an idea for something, and I wrote it down, and I made it a segment in there because I was like, I feel like we can come up with a lot of these. Oh no, you could do this to me all day long. You could say, what do you think about this phrase, and then yeah. I'll rail for yeah. a while. That's fine. We need we need one or two of those per episode. So <laughs> of me just going off. Yeah, you know, I don't listen to our podcast. Uh, and I've said that before, and it has nothing to do with the content because the content's fine and great. I just don't like hearing myself talk, and because uh, I'm like, and oh. I auto tune you, so I sound really cringy, and uh, sometimes, but uh, you auto tune me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, damn, you just skipped over that, huh? Uh, no, I don't auto tune you. And then, um, but I did listen to a little bit the other day. God damn it! What is going on? Oh, I'm getting phone calls oh. from the school. Um, mm. but uh. I listened to a little bit of the last episode, mostly just because I was like, I was like, searched it up on Spotify and I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, I want to listen to a few minutes of this. And it was, yeah, I lasted about 15 minutes before I was like, I just don't want to hear myself talk. But, uh, it was in the middle of me railing on about something or other, just going. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, I didn't mean to turn this into a rant. And you're like, nope, it's fine. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like you're, I told you, I, and I could just picture like, in my head the, the look on your face right now where you're just like sitting there like, okay, keep going. Keep like, on. go like, ahead, Colin. Go on. Keep, 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 you know, and this is the one place where I can do that. Yeah, no, because, we each have a role here, Colin. Because, at, you know, on Friday night when I'm drunk and hanging out with my wife and friends and I start doing this, then everybody's rolling their fucking eyes and be like, oh, great. Somebody set him off again, you know. So this <laughs> well, is the one place where I feel We talked about doing like a what grinds my the, gears. Yeah, the, no, that's this is, and it's it's almost that. It's, this is my safe place. You said uh, old man simula. Is that what the yeah. fucking segment yeah. was going to be called? Yeah. <laughs> we, we well, we don't really oh, do those, man. so I just set you off whenever I feel like it. Oh man, those are those those are those moments too. Cool, man. All right. Jesus. Well, if you want, we can uh, end with some trivial things that bother us. Sure. If you do, you have anything? Uh, Cued up in the old, the old wheel. Trivial things. Here's a trivial thing that bothers me Mm -hmm. is the fact that my children, and that this is a trivial thing that bothers every parent that's ever existed. Probably the fact that, uh, also like my, all three of my kids have like amazing memories, but then when it comes to something that they need to do every day, like, Hey kids, why do I have to remind you every morning that you aren't allowed to turn the TV on before school until you're ready to go? And I come downstairs every morning and everyone's still in their underwear on the couch, no teeth brushed, no clothes on, no backpacks ready. And I go, why do I have to say this every single day? And they go, oh, I don't know. I I forgot. I forgot. It's like, oh, that's so weird. You remember what I was wearing the one day that I yelled at you too loud four years ago, but you can't remember to fucking get dressed every single morning before it's time to watch TV. You know, like it's things like that. Like, why is it all said? Oh, I forgot. That's that's a trivial thing that bothers me. I I mean, I'll plus one on that shit. (laughs) I'll fucking plus one hard on that. 
but we have also worked really hard on um, what's uh, like a, a sequence of events. Yeah, so have we. Well, Colin, let me turn you on to my parenting strategy that seems to work very well for boys. I can't promise it's going to work for B. You're going to have to you're going to have to flex on that one and figure figure something out. Media money. Yeah, I know. You guys are so much better at that no, than we are. Dude, it was an on the fly thing and we adjusted as need be and first of all, it's the same concept that works on adults. I don't like to pay money randomly for nothing, so I don't speed next to cops. I yeah, I get it. Okay. Oh, you're in your underwear? Give me five media dollars. Make them pay, and then they can't turn in money to use media. Yeah, I know. It's just yeah, I it, it makes a lot of sense to Dude, me. I'm telling you. I would fucking I feel like I feel like writing up the entire process and downloadable fucking files and everything that you can cut out that's money. Like I feel like creating a parent packet, like a parent pack. And putting it out there and just allowing people. Yeah, it, it, it's funny, and I don't. It, it's not to. I don't know. It, I just. I'm. I don't have the brain space to try to do that with three kids. Your wife does. I don't think she does either. Oh man, we're both just stretched so thin, but it's fine. I yeah, I take solace in the fact that I went to parent teacher conferences the other night, and uh, B's teachers who. I've had all three of our kids mm-hmm. both said to me, like, can you teach a parenting class? Like, nice. like, how do you have three of these? So it's like, it's like oh, that killer. stuff erases every yeah. pain I have about, about parenting at home. You're like, oh, this is cool. This is like, uh, having a Lamborghini that's, it's got a Chevette motor, but no one needs to look in there. Or, like what happens at home is fine because when I'm out flossing in my Lambo, I'm good. Or the Lambo's fine. As long as it's a rental. Yeah, yeah. It never works when I'm driving it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have a radio or like. You're yeah. describing my Jeep. Uh, it does have a radio, barely works when I try to drive it, mm. but everybody loves it. Could use a few new parts. But everybody loves it. Yeah. Everybody who rides in it loves it. Um. So I don't really. And says I really want one of these. <laughs> my wife wants a Jeep. I think I said that. I want to. I if she gets a Jeep, she needs to get a brand new, the brand new redesign because they're fucking sweet, and I want one so bad. You mean like twenty twenty? Twenty nine. It was a late model twenty eighteen. Are these uh, like Rubicons or no? Rubicons just a it's just a trim package. Um, you go by the uh, it's a it's a JL is the new one. So there's the TJ, which is mine. These things mean nothing. Uh, there is the this jeep yeah the lj is large jeep luxury jeep no it's the new one's a jl um jeep large yeah jeep of luxury no it actually though it is you know they've made it into a luxury vehicle for sure jeeps are very nice now i was fucking tripping when i looked inside the some giant trucks the other day it was like a ram truck or something the fucking thing had a a screen in it that was as large as what the teslas have it was a huge yeah dude i'm like what the fuck when it comes to the pickup trucks, I actually talked to somebody at Ford about this, uh, and they uh, the average price of a Ford F one fifty off the lot mm-hmm. sixty grand. That's the really? average. They start at like thirty, 
but the average F-150 they sell 60 grand because it's just so easy to turn these things into motherfucking, you know, just like <laughs> fucking giant monster trucks with all the add-ons and all that stuff. Yeah. That's what, so those new Jeeps, like I want one so bad, but they start at 33 and the build I did online, it's so easy to get one up to 45 like that. You know what I mean? Mm. And, that, and then those gladiators came out, the pickup truck. The Wrangler oh, yeah, pickups, yeah, dude. Yeah. I want one of those too. They look si- like they look fucking silly, but I think they will also look super cool at the same time. Again, price went out online. I it was fifty five when I got it to where I wanted it. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. What is it that draws you in about Jeeps? I don't know. I, I really don't know what it is. Uh, I think part of it is the cultural heritage. Like, there's not a vehicle. There's not many vehicles that are much more American than a Jeep. Yeah, that, it, you know, like it, it, it came. It was a, a military vehicle, right? Yeah, in the forties, and it it stood for. And Jeep is the phonetical pronunciation of GP, as in general purpose vehicle, right? I didn't know that. I mean, that I could be wrong, I, but that's what's in my brain. We'll call it that. Jeep. Yeah. GP. Uh, I, I hope that's true. It's pretty cool, but uh, probably not though. So, I told you a long time ago. <laughs> I used to run a website, and I'd have like random facts on there. It was called Dismal Minds. It was a fucking Yahoo GeoCities website. And that was something I f- probably fucking learned back then. Uh, same with, and this could be false too, but like Arby's, the phonetical pronunciation of R&B as in roast beef, Arby's, roast beef. That's beefs. probably true. I don't fucking know. That's probably true though. Why is that true and the Jeep know. thing's not? You know, my first website was a GeoCity site and it was a Dragon Ball Z image gallery. <laughs> Mine was... uh so back then, it was a lot harder, a lot niche market to get uh, records off the internet before the release date and movies. You had a pirate site. I no 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 no. Oh, you were a middleman link farm. No, I, I see where you're going with this, but no, I'm I, trying to pin you with crimes. You are. Um, I would I would give these records a listen to early, and oh. then review them because. Uh, it was like having the inside plug. Uh, and then I could review th- them and movies. So your website wasn't a crime. No. But it was steeped in crime. <laughs> it was like, like my website's a tall drink and there were like crime ice cubes in my drink. Is- it was like it was like uh, you weren't the bartender making the, the, the Long Island iced tea for the miner. But you were the one taking it from the bartender and handing it to the miner. <laughs> See, I don't even like your analogy because I feel like the person who's handing it to him is the one that should have ID'd him. I was more like the bartender. No, I wasn't yeah. even the bartender. This analogy doesn't work. I was the fucking refrigerator making the ice cubes. That's it. Go. That's okay. all yep. I was. That's, yep. Yeah. No, so I, I ran that website and I learned a bunch of fucking useless facts. I used to look up like how many people died per year choking on ballpoint pens. Like it was just stupid how many people died per year from shaking vending machines and they'd fall on them? I would look up all these facts and find these statistics and have like a new stat of the week, like random fact of the week. And then I would do reviews on these uh, movies. Dude, I remember I remember uh, getting to view movies up to a year before they hit DVD. Crazy. Up to a year before they would hit DVD. It's just not like that anymore. It doesn't happen anymore. All right. I don't have a trivial fact. Uh, or a trivial thing that bothered me. I have I have lots of trivial things. I'm just going to end it here and just fucking roll out. Ready to get this uh, this Sunday on the road. We're off tomorrow. 
You are not. I am not. So I definitely have to work tomorrow. I have a lot of shit to do. Uh, a big, a big uh, ambitious Monday. Shout out to every veteran, though. It's Veterans Day. Shout out to anybody who served this country and is now. Uh, a lot of people are having to deal with the impact of that on their body and mind. So uh, even got even got some close to close to home. Um, my brother's wife. Um, she had kids pre him, so they would make him his stepkids. Um, one was in service for thirteen or fifteen years, and is now wheelchair bound. Yeah. Uh, due to a number of the chemicals that were used in some of the weapons, it has just slowly deteriorated. Now, uh, now feeling the effects. I'm I I am as liberal liberally liberal sin as they come, and I am as anti war as they come. But I will never not say thank you to these guys who even if i think that the reason they were sent overseas uh was a wrong one uh i will never i will never discount their service so thank you to all the veterans yep i gotta say that my uh my grandpa and my grandmother were in world wars so all right yeah my grandpa was too episode 31 31 is in the fucking books three Peace. wait look at me look at me three oh. three one Uh, Gang signs. Gang, gang. Gang, gang.